The virus has now killed more than 100 people in China, and new cases have been confirmed around the world. So you don't want to frighten the American public. France and South Korea have also got evacuation plans. But you need to prepare for and assume. Strongly warning Americans to avoid all non-essential travel to China. That this is going to be a real serious problem. France, Australia, Canada, the US, Singapore, Cambodia, Vietnam, the list goes on. Health officials are investigating more than 100 possible cases in the US. Germany, a man has uh, contracted the virus. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. Japan, where a bus driver uh, contracted the virus. Coronavirus has killed more than 100 people there and infected more than 4,500. We have to prepare for the worst, always, because if you don't and the worst happens. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, mypillow.com promo code War Room. Make sure you're going there, supporting the War Room, supporting this fight, keeping the lights on, keeping the cameras on keeping the reporting going. Just got an update, by the way, from the courtroom itself. A little bit of update on what's happening inside the trial where Steve Bannon is facing a jury and facing the regime, facing off directly. So earlier in the program, we talked about how Viva Fry was here and he was questioning this concept of executive privilege and the fact that the judge had already ruled that executive privilege would not be brought up in court and that potentially that uh, Steve may have wanted to preserve that for appeal. But then the, the prosecution came in, the DOJ lawyers were saying, look, we are going to be talking to this witness uh, who is the chief counsel of the January 6th committee itself. So she works, she's the head of the Gen 6 committee, the head lawyer, the chief counsel. And in the course of her testimony, we've just now seen, she stated, Bannon was exerting privilege related to the request for information in the subpoena. She then claimed this was not a valid rationale for refusing to comply. In the, in the October 8th letter, Benny Thompson, he's the head of the Jan 6 committee, told Bannon the committee rejected the basis for his refusal to comply. That's from John Hoggy over at the Epoch Times, who's covering this in real time. So the, the door is now open for the discussion of executive privilege because a witness has now stated this right during direct questioning and now now the defense attorneys can bring it up on cross-examination that's the latest from the courtroom now i want to give you the latest from the caravan because we are going down to oscar real america's voice we've got you down there and these scenes that i was just looking at during the during the break there um please describe this for the folks back home because it looks like you're standing in front of a caravan I see military, I see fatigues, I see soldiers. What Describe it for the people that are just listening. What are you seeing and what's going on down there in Tapachula? Good morning, Jack. From Tapachula, Chiapas, we are outside of the installations of regulation for documents where more than 3,000 migrants have been waiting for weeks uh, to get the multiple migration form by the Institute of National Immigration for them to get the permit to walk freely. I want to give you a area, an aerial, so you can see how it looks from up from upstairs it's a sea how of many people. migrants sea, thousands you, yes and, and this is thousands of people you have the national guard right here you have children but all these kids all these people they want to ask for the multiple migration form to go to the united states of america this is what open borders will do jack and this is what ultimately the open border agenda by the biden administration has provoked not only it's causing problems in central america but also it's causing problems 
in the country from Mexico and ultimately into the United States, sir. Well, I, and and for people who who aren't watching that aren't seeing this footage in real time, you're you're actually standing there. It's in real time. There's people pressed up against the fences. Some people look like they're climbing the fences. You've got a few soldiers from the National Guard there, but thousands and thousands of migrants in this caravan. You're down the southern border of Mexico, Tapachula, with Guatemala. And uh, let me know what what is the heat like down there, by the way, because obviously a situation with that many thousands of people temperature wise, that's how temp that's how temperatures get hot. That's how tempers get hot. And uh, is there a potential for violence or danger where you're at? Well, the last time that we that we broadcast the 15,000 caravan, there was a lot of community that was thunderstorm and a lot of the people were walking like that. And you caused a lot of dehydration. This is what the Biden administration has caused. Put people at risk. Not only that, if this escalates, Jack, and if the, if, the, if the authorities from Mexico does not come outside and do not give a solution or some kind of source of, you know, that they're going to give them the documentation or a, some kind of answer, this is going to get aggressive and it is going to escalate. There's a lot of tension today as more migrants are arriving and the number that the intelligence agency from Mexico has said to the authorities of migrants arriving per day in El Salvador that connects to Guatemala, it is between 1,000 to 1,300 per day. So you can imagine by this month of waiting of three months, the quantity must be exacerbated up to the 10,000 and up. 10,000 or more migrants, the new caravan coming down. And we're seeing, and I'm, I'm just looking at this video, that it doesn't appear that Mexico has put any any serious force up. There's, there's a, a fence, there's a few soldiers, but the, and yeah, I can see people climbing over the fence right behind you, right? And so th this is if that crowd begins to start to get unruly, if they start to get answers they don't like, if they be if they become having food issues, what's what's going on? What's going on right behind you? They're pushing right now. This is a confrontation. They're, pu they're pushing. They're coming over the fence. Here it is. That it was about to happen. As you see right here behind me, the migrants are desperate, and they already pushed the barricade. They're, they're pushed. They're through. They're through the, the barricades right now. This is real time. They're, they're, they've just, just broken through the barricades. As migrants are the, getting the tired, riot, they're holding the riot National shields. Guard, National Guard is trying to push. The National Guard is trying to confront the migrants, but they're not confronting. They're not stopping them. They're letting them pass as the migrants are carrying chairs also, and they're going to wait. And also you have children. You have families that they just broke the barricades. There's only two to three officers. This is ridiculous by the Mexican authorities. But they're not stopping them as more migrants are pushing. They just closed the barricade and it is going to cause that more people are going to push more right now as more than 3,000 people that just broke this barricade for the installations of regulation that they are all the way to the back. You're running all the way to the front. This is a, just a small amount of around 400 to 500 migrants that they're going to go all the way to the front to demand the paperwork of the multiple migration form, Jack. We're seeing this. This is live video, Real America's Voice News, bringing you live coverage on how the migrant situation in the South border that is headed to the United States of America. Jack. We're, we're literally seeing people break across. This is the southern border of Mexico. And I commend you for your work, Oscar, for being there, for reporting this. This is historic reporting. This may be a historic moment on War Room where we've actually seen migrants breaking across. I was just describing it didn't look like it was a very, uh, very strong security setup that they had there. And true to form, they, they burst right across and those three officers were not able to do anything. Uh, this is why we send people everywhere. This is why Real America's Voice um, and, and God bless them. 
for going there and God bless you for being willing, putting yourself potentially in harm's way in these hardship positions to document what's going on, the results of these policies, migrants who are stuck out, the heat, the humidity. Uh, tell me what's going on. I see some smoke behind you. I'm trying to describe this for folks uh, who are just listening. I see some smoke behind you. You've got to watch this video. That's one of the most seminal videos there I've is, ever seen on well, War Room and certainly, and certainly watching live TV. Well, they're burning a little bit right here. They're, they're trying to catch the attention. Uh, Jack, they're burning something. They're burning uh, some grass right here on the left side. But they're about to start pushing over here in the front gate where is the actual installations of the Institute National Immigration. That is their number one purpose. They have been waiting here for more than three weeks. And this is what open border policies will do. This is what, you know, ridiculously, the hypocrisy of these two leaders of these two countries as Biden and President of Mexico talk, talking about inhumane treatment by the opposition and look what they're doing and look what mexico is doing over here they cannot even control a flow they cannot even close uh you know the the border and to say you know what this is the process that we're going to use and this is just it's a disaster and it's always been like this uh jack it's always been when they when the quantities get exacerbated there's always a confrontation this is the main offices this is for the war room uh right here behind me that is the installations of regulation for documents for the Institute of National Immigration. <coughs> Yesterday, they were, uh, the, an, an officer for the Institute of National Immigration came out and said, it is the system has collapsed. We don't have more multiple migration forms. By that, it had exacerbated the quantities into now you have more than 3,000 close to, and, I, I, and by the experience, I can say that it's close to 5,000 that they are waiting right here. Plus the ones that they are scattered all over the city. I will dare to say that there is between 10 to 12,000 migrants that they are scattered over here in the South border of Tapachula. And this is going to escalate. The tension is going to escalate, Jack. It's not going to, it's got, it's not going to slow down. If the Mexican authorities do not do nothing and if Biden continues with this open border policies and these ideologies that to let people just uh, rush into this kind of situations, it is going to continue. As you see, the the the, the the emotions is getting heated by any moment now. No, we can see that, Oscar. Um, we're going to stick with you. I want to bring Steve Cortez in here um, because he's he's been sitting back. Steve, were you able to see that? Were you able to watch that um, live as you were watching there? Tell me, what, what what's your reaction to seeing that live? Bill, my reaction is this is a tragedy, what's going on, and that this is a created crisis. This is because of miserable policy failures by Biden, by Mayorkas. I believe this is the first reason and most important reason that they both need to be impeached by a Republican Congress. Let me also point out that our poorest border policies in the United States that Biden has inflicted upon this country, they're not just bad for America. And that's, of course, my first and foremost concern. But they're also bad for Mexico. It is totally destabilizing Mexico, as we just saw in that very troubling footage. And, and who benefits? It's not the migrants themselves, because those very people, as they work their way north, Jack, you know that they are going to be subject to the demands and abuses of the Mexican cartels. Right. So there's nothing merciful about open borders. The only beneficiaries really are those cartels. And what Biden has created is not just instability for the United States, not just a lack of street safety, not just a, um, a, a diminution of prosperity here in the United States, but he has also created one of the biggest wealth transfers in history to the Mexican cartels who are growing ever richer and ever more powerful because well, they, 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 they border. They're not looking at these people as, as human beings. They're not looking at women and children and men. They're looking at commodities. They view them as a product. 
That's exactly right. And by the way, speaking of commodities, to, to tie this into the economy, right now we have an inflation explosion in this country. 40-year highs, 9.1% CPI, consumer price index growth, which I think vastly understates actual inflation. If we look at the three basic items of gasoline, groceries, and utilities, those three items put together, Jack, are rising at 37% right now in the United States. So to tie this back into border policy, what's happening here domestically with the economy, Jack, there's never a good time for a porous border, but this is the worst time imaginable. Why? Because number one, real wages for American citizens are crashing. And in a time of crashing real wages, and real wages are all that matter, meaning you might be getting a pay increase, but it's not nearly enough to keep up with the absolute soaring of, pri of prices for everything you need in your life. When real wages are crashing, the worst possible idea is to allow and in fact invite millions of new workers to come into the United States to unjustly and unlawfully compete against American citizens in the job market. Many of those American citizens, by the way, who happen to be black and brown people who do working class tasks in this country uh, and are the most vulnerable to this tsunami of human trespassers that Joe Biden is inviting in. And then, and then the second reason, of course, is these people are going to need housing and resources once they end up in the United States, again, because they've been incentivized to come here, which will, again, further tax and further exacerbate the already existing inflation explosion in this country. So the economics are important here. Of course, the issues of sovereignty and security are critically important. This is a massive failure. In my view, the biggest failures. There's a lot of failures of the Biden regime, but this to me is the single biggest failure, the complete surrender of sovereignty and the total empowerment and aggrandizement of the Mexican cartels who are some of the worst organizations on planet Earth. All right, we're coming up on a, a hard break here, Steve. We're going to, let's hold you over. And then uh, Denver, if we can stick with Oscar, I want to make sure that he, we have him up um, let him know if anything, if you see something like that, that's going on again, we want to cut back him directly in real time because that's where it's, it's all going on. He's on the scene. We're seeing this. I want to get back to Steve though, after the break, explain more about not just how this wave of immigration, right? Wave of, excuse me, illegal immigration, illegal aliens that are spilling across the Southern border of Mexico now coming into the United States, how that's exacerbating the situation, what it means for you for your money. We're going to come back with Steve Cortez after the break. Bring it on and now we're right to the end. Just watch and see. It's all started. Everything's begun. And you are over. Because we're taking down the CCP. It's never good when your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, -N -N, to 989898. 
and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. MyPillow.com promo code War Room. Support us. Support the work of the War Room. Keep the lights on. Keep and when you see that reporting that's going on down there by Oscar Ramirez, capturing that disturbing footage live. Understand. You're not going to get coverage like that outside of Real America's Voice, outside of the war room. That's why you go support our sponsors, support this work, right? That's the type of stuff that you aren't going to find anywhere else. And so, uh, Producer Cameron, I want you to stick with Oscar Ramirez. Make sure that we keep the link up with him. If that starts to get hot again, I want to bring him back in. But before we do anything there... Let's go back to Steve Cortez because he was starting to link all of this to inflation and the economic pressures that we're seeing going into the midterm election. Steve. And Jack, inflation, all the polling shows us inflation is far and away the number one issue on voters' minds. I can tell you anecdotally, I've been campaigning all over this country for America First 2022 candidates, and it is absolutely the first thing every single voter, everyone to a person brings up to me is inflation. The fact that they can't afford the things they need in their lives, forget about the luxuries. Just today, we got some really damning new data. It seems like almost every day we have terrible new dismal data about the Biden economy. Today, we got housing sales new home sales down 5.4%, mortgage demand at a 22-year low, the lowest it has been in the 2000s, mortgage demand. But here's the thing, Jack, normally when demand goes down, when transactions go down, the price for something goes down. That's how supply and demand are supposed to work. If the public suddenly decides they don't like apples, normally the price for apples drops. What we're seeing right now is we're seeing a major uh, drop-off in demand for housing, and yet Housing prices also reported today hit another all-time high. And you might think, well, how is that possible? Because we are in stagflation, something we have not seen since the 1970s, where growth massively decelerates. We are headed into a recession, if not already deeply in a recession. But at the same time, normally in a recession, prices come down. No, prices are staying stubbornly high. And I really want to caution the audience because corporate media right now is doing what it always does. It's lying and obfuscating. It's sort of accepting the party line from the White House that inflation has peaked. As a matter of fact, if you Google that phrase or or search that phrase, inflation has peaked, you will find millions and millions of entries because inflation is down slightly right now from where it was in June. uh, If you look, for instance, at energy prices. However, Uh, Do not accept blindly the notion that inflation has peaked. And let's put that in context. Crude oil, for example, hit $122 a barrel in June. Now, is that a lasting high? None of us have a crystal ball. We don't know for sure. But realize that right now, as we speak, we're almost at $104 a barrel. And to put that in context, we began this year 
at $70 a barrel. So going from 122 to 100 uh, to 104 is certainly a welcome break in crude oil, but it hardly means that we're anywhere near where we began this year at $70. And we're not even close. We're not even in the ballpark of where crude oil was when Donald Trump was in office at, in the low 40s. Literally on election day of 2020, November 3rd of 2020, crude oil was $41 a barrel. So even though we've gotten a bit of a break off of the highs, it's really inconsequential in context of where crude oil was previously. And secondly, Jack, no one should assume, and I wrote a new article about this on my Substack. nobody should assume that those highs we put in just a few weeks ago are going to remain permanent highs. This idea that inflation has peaked and we're supposed to accept this as gospel truth, to me as a market analyst, as somebody who watches all of these signals very closely, uh, that is just nonsense. And I happen to believe, look, I could be wrong, but I happen to believe that very soon, and I mean within days and weeks, we're going to reapproach those $122 highs on crude oil and gasoline on a national average back above $5. You know, Biden wants to take credit for gas on a national average. It came from $5 in recent weeks to $4.50. OK, again, a welcome respite, a small break for consumers, but nothing compared to, uh, again, going back to when he took office, gasoline on a national uh, average was two dollars and 11 cents. So even at 450, it is still more than doubled. And in my view, I believe we're going to be going well back above five dollars on a national average uh, very soon anyway. So the, the inflation scenario, the inflation explosion remains incredibly intense, incredibly painful. And to tie this back into border policy, there's never a good time for an open border for a porous border, but this is the worst time imaginable because of the economic strain that Americans are already suffering and because of real wages that are crashing in this country. This is the worst possible moment for Joe Biden to invite a human tsunami of trespassers to break and enter into our country. Amen on to that, Steve. Uh, so tell me, where can people go? Where can they follow you? Where can they find the Substack? Where can they get to your chalk talks for where you're breaking this down 24-7? You bet. Please find me primarily on Getter. I'm very simple there, at Steve. You can also still find me on Getter for now. I'm at Cortez, Steve Cortez with an S. Thank you so much, Steve. Appreciate it. I wanted to go down yeah. now, and Producer Cameron, let me know. Let me know if anything's kicking off with uh, with Oscar down there, so stay with him. But we're going to keep driving through as we go, and then we'll we'll cross over the, the break as it is, because there, was, uh, there were a few stories that crossed our desk here in the war room this week where I've been guest hosting in for Steve while he's facing off against the regime, decamping after this, headed straight down to Tampa. And guess what? We're going to be doing War Room from there as well. But the two stories, number one, the fact that Dr. Burks essentially was setting up the shadow government, lying to the United States, lying to the American people about the efficacy of the vaccine, the fact that it didn't stop transmission. He knew that in the data, lied, said it was her hope. Then she turned around and lied to President Trump at the same time. We're calling for investigations and potentially prosecutions of that. But there was another story that I saw talking about an umbrella study that was done, University College of London, saying that they were not able to establish a link between SSRIs, or excuse me, establish a link between serotonin and depression. This, of course, is the underlying science between behind SSRIs. And I thought of who better to bring on than Dr. Malone to discuss this paper with us. Dr. Malone, good morning and thank you for joining us. Thanks a lot, Jack. Thanks for the opportunity. And this is important to the audience. And it really is, you're exactly right, another extension of this same storyline that we've all become sensitized to, which is the role of big pharma the role of a corrupt and compromised FDA and the overtreatment and abuse of drugs uh, throughout our entire population, 
we've had decades now of our children and our peers and our young people being subjected to over pharmaceutical management of depression. And the data have been out there. This is merely just a capstone. This is an umbrella analysis on top of many other analyses that have been done, including meta-analyses that have shown that this link, this logic that depression represents a pharmaceutical imbalance that we've all been told all of us trained in medicine over the last two decades have been told that this is the case, and yet it's another falsehood. And once again, you have to ask yourself, who benefits from this falsehood? The answer is the folks that sell us the drugs to treat the problem that doesn't exist. And so when you're looking at this, specifically what they targeted was, and th this is something they mentioned in the article, right? 95% of the respondents stated that they believed that there was a link between serotonin and depression. I think it's something that it's mentioned in uh, every, you know, Zoloft, Prozac, you know, Prozac, every single one of these antidepressant ads that we see across the United States, which we don't see in other countries, by the way, they all mention this. It's become something of a common phrase. And yet we're seeing now in the data, the, and this is, this is University College of London stating this, that if there is no discernible link, that's the underlying science behind which all of our population has been over-medicated. Plus, we're also dealing with the side effects of the SSRIs. SSRIs have a black box warning from the FDA, despite what Business Insider Roll said in the counter, Majorie Taylor Green and uh, Tucker Carlson, there is a clear, explicit link between violent behavior and SSRI intake that has been established by the FDA. This, this is not a trivial question. You can't clearly, explicitly tie it statistically, these SSRI abuses and overuse with the mass shootings. But about 25% of the mass shootings are clearly associated with SSRI intake. And uh, despite what these other uh, basically pharmaceutical industry huckster publications put out, the FDA itself has done a major study that has demonstrated linkage between these this category of drugs and some others and uh, violent behavior in that, that seems to have linkage between many of these uh, violent outbursts. So I, I think that what we've got is a situation where physicians and other medical care providers have been indoctrinated over decades about this linkage. It has been fundamental in the training. It's in the textbooks. This paper clearly documents that. And unfortunately, like many things in medicine, this was wrong. And this is part of the reason why I traditionally used to collect old medical texts is because there's so many things that we've got wrong in the past. And I think we have to be a little humble in recognizing that even though we want to, to project that medicine is a fully fact-based uh, discipline, it's a, it's a rigorous science. The truth is that it isn't. It is subjected to, it is subject to a variety of different types of biases. And that includes the ones that are coming from the influence of the pharmaceutical industry. And here we see yet another case, just like we've seen with the COVID vaccines.
Uh, Dr. Mullen, we're we're coming up against a break, but I want to ask: Is it possible to hold you over? Because I find this fascinating. I find this topic fascinating. I think this is something that across the country we've all held to just be one of those sort of uh, inalienable truths that suddenly we're now told apparently has been false from the start or or widely overstated. Something where millions of people and in many cases children are affected. Are, are you able to stay with us? Yes, sir. All right, we'll hold you over over the break. SSRIs, the no link to depression and serotonin. Incredible. Hey, did you hear where this Arizona real estate agent found the home she lived in listed for sale? Hey, the problem was she wasn't selling her home. She was the victim of home title fraud, a devastating crime happening all over the country. According to the expert at Home Title Lock, the crime is incredibly profitable and hard to detect. An identity thief simply fakes a title transfer for your home and refiles it as the new owner. Then he takes out loans on your home or sells it. Typically, identity theft services don't cover you, and neither does homeowner's insurance. But Home Title Lock does. Home Title Lock puts a barrier around your home's title. The instant they detect anyone tampering with your home's title, they help shut it down and help get your home back in your name. Here's what you should do. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and read the testimonials from FBI agents and government officials. Then register your address to see if you're already a victim and don't even know it. And when you protect your home, tell them Steve Bannon sent you to get your free 30 days of protection. HomeTitleLock.com, HomeTitleLock.com, 30 days free protection if you do it today. In Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned. Sad to say, but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range, and with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, all one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter iTargetPro.com. That's iTargetPro.com. Offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, Jack Posobiec, host of the Human Events Daily Podcast. Also... Senior editor of humanevents.com will be down at Tampa, Florida. Be decamping immediately after this. We're going to be heading down to Tampa, Florida for the turning point event there. 
DeSantis, Trump, if you are not there, going to have to listen in on the war room because we'll be there live from Tampa. But also got a few, a little bit of breaking news directly from the courthouse, Stephen K. Bannon, where he's facing off against the regime. The cross-examination of the January 6th chief counsel has just begun. So Bannon's attorneys immediately answer her. Do you believe that Steve Bannon played any direct role in the events of 1-6, as she talked about again and again, this domestic terrorist attack, she calls it. Um, and she admits and does confirm that, there, that this case does not involve any claim that Bannon took parts in events of January 6th. In fact, he wasn't there, he was sitting here, right? So we're getting the back and forth now, the cross-examination has begun. But I wanna go back to Dr. Malone. I'm fascinated by this discussion that we're having, no link, between serotonin and depression, a possible link, a possible side effect in certain individuals of these SSRIs, these uh, serotonin inhibitors that were given in order in, in, in preventing, or excuse me, in creating essentially, or exacerbating, inciting violence, potentially violent tendencies. And this understanding that perhaps we need to relook at some of the things, these medical notions that we've all been taught. And to your point, Dr. Malone, you say to that you look at old medical books and you realize that we've gotten stuff wrong in the past and potentially we could be getting things wrong now. That's such a powerful line. So please, what, let us know, what do you think it is? What are we getting wrong about depression? How should we be looking at this? What are some of the other ways that we could potentially use to combat this, which, which obviously depression is an issue in our society, sure, but do we have to go directly to pharmaceutical cocktails to cure it? Precisely, and thanks for that uh, lead-in. Depression is a very complex disease. Now, I'm not a mental health professional. I'm a virologist and infectious disease specialist, but I've been trained all this. What We have a tendency in medicine for a bit of groupthink problem. It's been with us for centuries, and we all know that that's the case. In the case of depression, it is multifactorial. And one of the problems, of course, is our social isolation fragmentation of community and other things, our separation from each other, which has been exacerbated by technology. But there's some good news, everybody, okay? There is, even though the data on the influence of serotonin and depression is basically junk, that's what this umbrella analysis shows, the data on the linkage between sunlight, vitamin D, and depression is strong. There are multiple papers out. It is very clear. Increasing your vitamin D levels, what a shock. Just the same as how you can prevent your own COVID to a large extent by making sure you have adequate vitamin D. Getting your vitamin D levels up really helps with depression. And it's not good enough to sit behind glass. My friends, you have to get out. You have to have direct sunlight. The more, the better. Uh, sunscreens are actually not your friend in terms of vitamin D. And I just want to leave everybody with the understanding that, that we have options. And what a surprise, there are options which the pharmaceutical industry has done their best to suppress any awareness of. They trashed the likes of Dr. Mercola, but in fact, he's head on on this one too. Well, and speaking of the industry, so I want to play a clip now from MSNBC because we've got a new vaccine on the market. 
We want to turn to the latest on the coronavirus pandemic. Some new headlines on this topic you may have seen. We just saw that the CDC advisors voted to endorse Novavax COVID-19 vaccine. That happened in just the last hour or so. The vote comes on the heels of the FDA's authorization of the vaccine that we saw last week. All right. So and, and you told me during the break that you really wanted to respond to this clip. So we've played it here. What's your response, Dr. Malone? So what you cut out was the following where MSNBC brought on their, quote, medical expert who has no real training in vaccinology or vaccines or infectious <laughs> disease, in which he says that the Novavax product doesn't include spike protein. It includes matrix. OK, this is either miss or disinformation. Uh, the war room audience understands the difference between those two having to do with political intent. Novavax absolutely includes purified full-length spike protein with the same two amino acid point mutations that are in the genetic vaccines. This is a spike-based vaccine. MSNBC is wrong. Why are they saying that? Because they are trying to promote uptake of this product for those that are vaccine hesitant because they're wary about spike. But the Novavax product is spike. It's a purified protein made in caterpillar cells. Caterpillar cells do not add sugars the same way that your cells do. So this is likely to be important as we go forward. This is a product which does have risks of myocarditis and pericarditis. They, the FDA admits they are not completely characterized. The authorization is predicated explicitly on the logic that there is not enough of the existing vaccines available and so even though Novavax did a much, much better job in their testing prior to emergency use authorization, by the way, this is not licensure, another thing that the media keeps getting wrong. This is EUA for Novavax, only for the two-dose regimen, what is still an experimental product. It is spike-based. It uses a what's called an adjuvant something that makes the vaccine more reactive in your body that's extracted from a tree from South Africa, a little bush called a saponin. And this is the Matrix M. This is what MSNBC got confused about. Matrix M is the adjuvant, not the antigen. So I know the Novavax team extremely well. I know the technology extremely well. I'm glad to see it finally on the, available to people. Uh, I've advocated that that be the case for over a year now, uh, as opposed to the genetic vaccines. For some people, it's something to consider if you're in a box in your gov in your job or whatever, or your uh, government is forcing you to take the product. I still don't advise this. It is still spike-based. It is still has myocarditis and pericarditis as an adverse event. But if you're in a bad spot and you feel like you got to do this or lose your job, this is a viable option if you do not want to take a genetic vaccine. Over. All right. Good news for everybody on that front. Uh, Dr. Mullen, where can people go to follow you, to follow your fight, uh, continue on Getter, on Substack, etc.? Where can they go? Getter is our preferred outlet. I, I post there you know, very frequently. So does Jill. That's our main thread. That's at RW Malone MD. The Substack is our more deep analysis positions. 
And that's rwmalonemd.substack.com. And of course, we also post on Truth Social and Gab, never on Twitter. I don't need uh, primates, non-human primates throwing feces in my life. I had enough of that when I was younger. <laughs> very well. Thank you very much, Dr. Malone, and God bless. And uh, and uh, you know, so for myself, um, myself, the family, uh, my my children, you know, we've 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 made that decision that you know, we just got back from Europe, and we weren't even asked anybody. They, they not a single person asked us for a vaccine pass, a green pass. Have you had this? Do you have a certificate? Nothing whatsoever. And and we haven't done it. We've made that decision. We have natural immunity, and we're going to stick with the natural immunity. But but producer Cameron, do we have? Uh, we have, I want to bring in now, change topics a little bit, switch gears here. We've got both Julie Kelly and Cynthia Hughes, who have just been really breaking down so many of these stories. What's going on with the the Jan Sixers, the J6ers people? And I was just in the very room, right? Not on the prosecution side, but with the committee side, with the head counsel of January 6th, and she's facing off with Steve Bannon's lawyers as we speak right now. And you should hear some of the words, Julie, that she's talking about saying this was a, a pre-planned domestic terrorist attack that caused multiple deaths. And she's saying this over and over mm -hmm. in front of the jury in that room. Right, well, this is what DOJ has been doing from the very beginning, which is lying about the events of January 6th. They now, what Christopher Ray did in March of 2021 was designate January 6th as an act of domestic terror. And what we saw last week, and I wrote about it at American Greatness, Jack, is that DOJ now for the first time is officially asking for terrorist enhancements to sentencing for the first man who was convicted at trial for, guess what, Jack, obstruction of an official proceeding. This is a felony, post-Enron felony, has nothing to do with political protests, has nothing to do with an insurrection. It was to stop uh, witness and evidence tampering. This DOJ has weaponized it, bastardized it. More than 240 people face this obstruction charge, but now officially prosecutors are calling this an act of domestic terrorism. Uh, this is how unhinged uh, and quite frankly unaccountable Joe Biden's Justice Department is. Well, and we're seeing this. And by the way, I, I mentioned this before, but they had the staff of the committee was definitely giving me the stink eye, the old stink eye as we were walking out of court together uh, there. And so they say, yeah, I, I would imagine that you're probably someone who's on their radar as well. And Cynthia Hughes is probably someone who's on their radar because you have been, Cynthia, something of a thorn in the side of these people as well. Tell us, what are what are you currently working on? There's multiple things we're working on, you know, just trying to raise as much you know, funds and donations as we can to continue to, you know, get new lawyers involved. Um, just as you heard Julie mention, the um, sentencing of Guy Reffitt is coming up very soon. And, you know, he's going to need to file an appeal afterwards. And through, you know, the generosity of donors in this country, we were able to secure a very good lawyer uh, for him to, you know, do it, do an appeal if needed. And so when you're looking at the situation, and, and, and let, let me go back to Julian and ask this again. 
you know, what does it mean that we have a situation and I'm sitting there in the room and it, 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 it makes you almost want to, you know, pop up out of your seat and, and ask her, do you, do you actually all believe this? Do you actually all believe that this was something that was on par with uh, Pearl Harbor, 9-11 or some of these horrific events that we've been through? And that's not to say, right, you know, it played that game of the caveat, caveat, caveat. I don't support it. I don't endorse it. I don't think it was good. That's not what I'm saying. Do you actually all believe that this is on par with one of America's greatest tragedies? They really do. And even more troubling, Jack, is so does this D.C. jury pool. You have defense attorneys in at least three cases who have conducted surveys of the potential jurors in Washington, D.C., and their view of January 6th as an insurrection, as a terror attack, that the people involved, even if they committed no violent crimes, are traitors to this country. I mean, these are really alarming findings, but yet every single judge in the D.C. District Court Republican appointed, Democrat appointed, has denied, unanimously denied change of venue motions. None of these trials, including Steve Bannon's, should be taking place in Washington, D.C. The judges hold DOG, a DOJ to no accountability. You have juries, jurors from a city that voted almost 94% for Joe Biden. You saw during the jury selection uh, process how difficult it is to find anyone who's not only politically involved, but tied to the government somehow. This is a poison Julie, jury pool. We're coming up on a break. Hold that thought. I'm going to hold you over. We'll go to the break and then we'll come right back. Don't leave. Don't change that bat dial because we're coming back. Julie Kelly, I want to talk about this. The poisoned D.C. jury pool. We'll be back in just one minute here. For more. years have proven that we need to be prepared. We constantly see government overreach, attacks on our communication and energy grid, worldwide conflict, natural disasters, and the never-ending assault on our security and privacy. Having reliable communications is essential. Now, don't get caught without reliable communication. And I'm here to tell you, your fragile cell phone simply won't cut it. It will not cut it. That's why I've partnered with the Satellite Phone Store, so you can stay prepared and assure your vital communication stays private. They're one of America's largest satellite telephone companies with thousands of happy, well-prepared customers. Right now, they have a special promotional offer when you go to sat123.com slash Bannon. That is sat, S-A-T, 123.com slash Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Get a free Amerisat satellite phone. 150 monthly minutes, free United States domestic number, and free rollover minutes for only $99.95 plus tax per month with an annual agreement. Now go to SAT, that's SAT123.com, SAT123.com slash Bannon, and get your device today. Don't put it off. Life can change in an instant. That's SAT123.com slash Bannon. Do it today. Take action. Better has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. 
Okay, so over the break, uh, we're coming in. We just left off with Julie Kelly. We also heard that I'm hearing that Oscar Ramirez down there and, uh, and we have Cynthia Hughes as well. Oscar Ramirez, he's and, and producer Cameron, he's uh, currently in a bit of a situation. Is that right? Uh, yeah, connection. Everybody's running around. Them. Yeah, the connection. Yeah, he's getting running. They're running around. They're mobbing him down there. All right, we're going to see if we can get him back up. But let's let's finish off with with Julie Kelly and Cynthia here to understand just walk us through, and I, I, I sat through some of it, right, for Steve Bannon. Um, I've seen some of this jury um, selection process, what's going on. And I'm telling you that you, you have people in there that were, and by the way, I, I was at the Capitol on January 6th, right? I was there uh, walking down the street on Constitution Avenue with Raheem, I've told the story a million times, to, uh, walking down the street when the first flashbangs went off, I saw this. Uh, I saw it was happening with my own eyes. It was terrible, it was bad, it wasn't good, right? It wasn't something I'd, you know, I'd wanna do again. But, you know, to rise it to the level of, of, a, of a terror attack, a domestic terror attack, it's just, no, it's just not, it's categorically not the same thing. No, it's not at all. And I mean, Cynthia knows this very well because her loved one, Tim Hale, who has been in the D.C. Gulag since last February, was convicted by this very tainted, biased, overly biased jury pool where the judge gave no uh, set no guardrails, really. Um, and so this is only going to get worse because as we were just saying, Jack, we have this January 6th committee. They're holding another primetime hearing tomorrow night. The only city in the country that cares about this is Washington, D.C. So they're further tainting, poisoning an already highly biased uh, jury pool. And yet these judges are keeping these defendants trapped in this um I call it circle of hell, uh, judicial and legal system in Washington, D.C. And you could already see the impact on high profile cases like the Oath Keepers and Proud Boys. The judge had to move the Proud Boys uh, trial to the end of December. Some of these men now will be in jail for almost two years before they can even defend themselves at trial. I also expect that Judge Maida in the Oath Keepers trial will be forced to delay that first trial as well even though he said over the summer, I don't care if Congress reads its report from the steps of this courthouse, I'm not moving the trial. Well, guess what? That's not what defense attorneys are arguing. And even Meta, an Obama appointee, uh, has to see how, uh, how dangerous and intrusive these uh, primetime January 6th committee hearings are to uh, the rights of these defendants. I think that's right. And I think Republicans, when they return to power, which it seems they will, given everything that's going on, and if people put their shoulders to the wheel, because this is signal, not noise right here. Republicans cannot get a fair trial in D.C. Conservatives, anyone associated with Donald Trump cannot get a fair trial. Republicans need to do something to fix that. It can be done legislatively because this is federal. It can be done legislatively. It has to be done. Julie, Cynthia, where can people follow you? Where can people keep up with all the work that you're doing? So I will say first, um, they should uh, defund and eliminate the D.C. U.S. Attorney's Office first. That would be a big step for the GOP. We saw how they now are letting the Colbert crew off the hook. That's just one example. So um, I can be found at Julie underscore Kelly, too, at Twitter, Julie underscore Kelly at uh, Getter and Truth Social. And all my work is at amgreatness.com. Thank you, Julie. And Cynthia? So you can find me at Patriot Freedom Project on Twitter, Getter, um, Truth Social, Telegram. You can email us info at Patriot Freedom Project. 
patriotfreedomproject.com. You can go to our website, patriotfreedomproject.com, to see all the ways you can help. We're getting ready to come up on back-to-school season, the holiday season. These wives, these children, they need a ton of help. We need to raise more money. We need to get more lawyers involved. Uh, we need to keep this uh, this journey going, this process going to help these people. And I just want to tell you something really quick, Jack. You had that previous guest on, um, the doctor, talking about depression and sunlight. So I want you to think about, I want the people listening to think about the men and women that are in the D.C. jail now. My yes. nephew's been there yes. going on 19 months. I could tell you maybe five times he's been outside to see the sun. None of these people wow. go outside. Wow outdoor wreck they don't get some and i could tell you a lot of them are going to have health issues for inadequate you know nutrition not going outside not getting proper nutrition no vitamins the list is long and we need support we just need to keep talking about this thank god for julie kelly thank god for steve bannon thank god for darren Beatty. because without them with, without you jack my nephew told me today um your book comes in very handy in the jail you know we need more awareness and we're just not getting enough of it well, God bless to everyone out there. And, and for anyone who's listening, just remember, there's something that we believe in in this country, and that's that everyone deserves a fair trial. Whether your name is Steve Bannon, whether you're someone who is at Gen 6, everyone deserves that fairness. And I think that's what this is all about. And I want to know, so do we have Oscar? Do we have Oscar down there? Is he still up? Is he, is he getting mobbed? I think that was the last thing we heard. No, we don't. Okay, so we lost him. So I want to, but let's let's keep in touch. Let's get some footage up from Oscar. I want to clip that from later. Hopefully, we can get that to Navarro because that was seeing those migrants storm across the southern border live here on the war room. That's why you watch this. But then other things get stormed across, and every once in a while, you might be guest hosting on the war room, and then your brother storms into the studio, and apparently, that's what just happened because. What, you said you texted me that you were stopping by. I didn't know what you meant stopping by. And now you're just suddenly here. Yeah, that's right. I am here, sir. So you're <laughs> just here. So Kevin crashes the world. So I'm, yep. so I'm flying to Tampa after be, this. How are, you, how are you getting to Tampa? How are you getting to Tampa? I, I, I never said I was going to Tampa. I'm going up and down the coast. You're up and down the coast? You're yeah, working? Yeah, I got some work to do. Oh, you got some work. All right. Well, yeah. let's get you on your toes then because we're closing <laughs> out here. Steve said he wants us to go medieval. You ready to go medieval? Yeah. Let's well, go medieval. One of the ways I go medieval that I was saying the Saying the rosary. Saying, Saying okay, prayer. well, let's, well, let's start off with this. El nomine Padre et Fili et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Pater Noster, quies in celis, sanctificator nomen tuum, adveniat regnum tuum, vivalente suessi, sicut in cello et in terra. Pano nostrum, quotidianum da nobis hodie, et dimite nobis debita nostra. Sicut et nos dimitimus debitoribus nostris, et nos inducas in tentationem, sed libera nos amalo. Amen. Amen. Nomine. Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Amen. Go yep. medieval, baby. Go medieval. It's all started. Everything's bigger. And you are over. Because we're taking down the CCP. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700 
5,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us.